sucked. <laughs> Anger. <laughs> How you feeling today, Joe? Are you a little frazzled? Are you? Yeah. On weekend, we're we're coming up on the weekend. You know, well, right? maybe yeah. A few days of rest. Well, not even that. Either. See, this might be a really good day to record this episode. Yeah. A life in the day. A life in the day. Where? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that was like the. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. I got my back to you, and then here you scribbling away, and this. God damn it, wad up the paper and throw it away. <laughs> kind of how I felt all day today. Yeah. I mean, I get up this morning. I think I already told you this. I'm sitting there at 6.30 in the morning. I had the disadvantage of having a full office set up at my house. Don't want to do anything. Yeah. This is one of those days where I just want to melt into the couch. I'm like, all right, but I got to do this one thing. And then I might even just call in and say I'm taking a punch yeah. all day. That was at 6.30. Uh, I just got to the office at 3 o'clock, and I have not even taken a breath. <laughs> so... Isn't that funny how that works? It's yeah. Like, and then those other days where you're like, I'm going to conquer the world today. You get up, you're fully front, and then you're just like, eh. Yeah. Screw uh, it. Screw it. <laughs> so a life in the day of Joe slash uh, a CISO. Yeah. Um, you know, last week we talked about if you don't have a CISO, you are the CISO. Yeah. Mostly I'm talking about in terms of liability. Right. But uh, let's talk about a little bit about what goes on in your world as you are, uh, from a technical standpoint, responsible for the security of our company and all of our clients. And then from a liability standpoint, I'm responsible for all that stuff. Yeah, that's the the best part. (laughs) This is an interesting dynamic, like the level of trust (laughs) that has to go, uh, it's significant. So uh, I don't know, where do you want to start? Uh, I mean, what time do you get up? Let's just go with that. Let's keep this really, let's see. The first day of my summer vacation, <laughs> I woke up and the, how does that go? That's Cheech and Chong's yeah, kid. <laughs> yeah. Let's not make it that dry, but you know. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it really depends. I guess a generic day, like if there's no emergencies going on or I hadn't done anything. Uh, do you ever wake up in a cold sweat? Like, do you wake up with, oh shit, on your mind? Sometimes, a lot of times, uh, but a lot of times that's just like while I'm in a server room. Okay. Like staying the night with the guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll, yeah. And then you, then you kind of get those kind of thoughts, but really typically. It's- I'm telling you, we can't keep the phone from ringing here. <laughs> Let me go mute that while you yeah. keep talking. No. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Six o'clock. I'm not one of those early riser kind of guys. That's as late as I can actually, you know, <laughs> well, sleep. six is early for a lot of people. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I know people that get up at like three in the morning to go jog and run. Wow. Forget that. That's not me. I'm not getting up. I'm not making breakfast. I'm not making a, you know, <laughs> sausage and eggs. I'm, uh, I, yeah, I just skip breakfast. See, all I do all that. That extra five. Are, are you digging at me right now? Cause I get up at 445, five o'clock. I run. Yeah. See, I no. make breakfast. Yeah. I make coffee. I usually do the dishes. Yeah. I mean, like, I do. All yeah. No, stuff. I just, uh, there, I love morning. There's not a bone in my body that would say, Let's expend some sleep. Well, I'll take that back. At night, I, you know, I'll just want to stay up just a little bit longer to just dig in a little bit longer and okay. whatever it is. Yeah, we're up. Even if I'm just relaxing and playing video games or something like that, or just you know per- perusing uh, YouTube or something stupid. We're opposites. By eight yeah. o'clock, I'm yeah. I'm just like begging my wife, "Can we go to bed now?" Yeah, <laughs> it's eight o'clock. Yeah. I know what time it is, baby. Can we go to bed? <laughs> My fiance's like that. She'll hit the sack at like nine o'clock. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way. There is no way. I can All right. Well, there's uh, there's step one. Yeah. You're a night person. Yeah. I'm a morning person. Yeah. 
And uh, I, I mean, so what what time, how many minutes pass from the time you wake up until the time your mind is solving problems that are well, related? Well, so that's the thing. It's like as soon as I'm up, they, I, I'm not waking up in a cold terror yeah. sweat. Yeah, that's me. But the juices that get me flowing are the, oh, no, something's broken, kind of I need to check this and make sure. And inevitably, there's something that happened the day before that has me thinking that in the morning. Yeah. And so that gets me to check the emails and the voicemails and the text messages and checking the board. How often do you check all those things and find that you have a day of relaxation ahead of you? It's rare. And and usually I'm skeptical if not. I'm just yeah. thinking that the reporting is off <laughs> or that site's down or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Why is my email busted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, I mean... Uh, you're immediately working, even though you're not at work yet. Yeah, I mean, first thing, first thing, as soon as I wake up, I mean, even before I'm brushing my teeth, I'm looking at my phone, I'm checking, because uh, I typically don't hand out my personal cell phone except to, uh, you know, some VIPs, the special ones, right? And so if they're texting me in the middle of the night, something's got, something's up. Or, now there's another contrast because I handed out my uh, cell phone number to a new client we signed up recently. Yeah, I just told him, I'm like, you can call me anytime you want. Just yeah. know. That if it's technical, I am the wrong guy to call. <laughs> like, you do yeah. not want to talk to me. Yeah. If you got a problem with the company, I'm, I'm all ears. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> I, I have a different barrier that I put up. I yeah. put that barrier up of the technical stuff. Like, <laughs> seriously, don't talk to me anymore. That yeah. used to be my job. But uh, yeah, you guys run circles around me there. Yeah. Um, okay, so I mean, tell me about the worst experience you've had when you wake up like the worst worst experience oh man. where where the first news you got was just like well i mean going back to like the zombie days is you know you're where i've gosh i've worked so many ransomware cases it's ridiculous so like it's literally like starting a decryption process and waking up in a server room that's 50 50 degrees you know and uh it's you just don't get real sleep, but you need it. And you've been up for, you know, 20 hours or whatever, messing with it. And so you get a little nap and you wake up and your body's already freaking out physically, but then you're also like your mental state's already not there. Yeah. I mean, I've got, yeah. One, I can particularly think of this one instance of that particularly yeah. and waking up and yeah, the dread there and the freaking out and that kind of stuff. I mean, is right. this going to come back up? Is it all just down? And did we lose it all? Yeah. Like, that's a thing. Well, and so, to be clear, when you're talking about working a lot of ransomware cases, that is what we do is prevent them. However, yeah, we, get, like, yeah. we get roped into stuff right. where people haven't been doing business with us, and they call in all of a sudden. Right. And, yeah. hey, oh, my God, this broke. Yeah, and that was this case. Yeah, or or we've got uh, – we don't do it anymore because we won't allow clients to not take our advice. We just tell them, hey, why don't you go find a different company to blame this on when things go yeah. bad. But we've had clients in the past who wouldn't do what we asked them to do, wouldn't invest in data backups or the right kind of antivirus or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I know in, in one particular case, I don't know if it's one you're thinking of, where we had a client get hit with ransomware multiple times because they just wouldn't take a, They wouldn't do what we told them to do to prevent it. It was <laughs> like, well, you guys can just restore from backup. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe, <laughs> but that's not a good strategy. <laughs> so yeah. anyway. Oh, and nowadays you can't even do that. Uh, I know about yeah yeah, yeah that's where just, they're just not even talking about encrypting they're just wiping data and they're wiping backups first or, or most of the new ransomware now it touches backups first correct yeah either shuts them down or or changes yeah, them right. or infects yeah. them or yeah. we were fortunate enough uh, for like a small span there in like the 
early 2000s where ransomware would not be able to touch like uh, VHDs, uh, like your virtual servers. Oh, yeah, and um, so that that was a good. That, that, yeah, well, you could like backup was almost a solid solution, the solution. But now it's so much more complex and so much like you can't you can't really rely on backups necessarily at all. Well, and even if you can restore, they've got your information, and a lot of times they'll just publish it, right? That's the, yeah, and that's the that. other thing, right? Yeah. Um, especially if you have any kind of IP or anything that like of value, or or even that you have lack of security, and they can by showing that to the public, yeah, uh, totally screw you and your whole company and your branding. Uh, you know, it, it's one thing to be tarnished, you know, as a company as a mom and pop, but like if you're a if you're a household name or or all everything you have is a stand on is your name and it gets tarnished in the media. I mean, like Garmin, <laughs> we, well, we did an episode about them a while back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Catastrophic stuff, not just of the technical level, but just right as well. Yeah. It's wild. All right. So before I keep asking you questions, do you have anything on your notes that you're just, dying? well, yeah, no, I was really just trying to make up like, okay, let's think about today. What happened? And basically that's it. Wake up, check emails, check texts, check voicemails, uh, check the board just briefly on my phone. Uh, the board being like help test any kind of incidents that came in overnight. Um, and yeah, hop in the shower, get ready, get to work, hop over here. Uh, again, now in our office, we kind of have a suite set up for, you know, it's, it's a tech nerds heaven, right? We got <laughs> all these big so? screen TVs tell. around oh. the walls. Uh, we got all these monitors and gauges on all the servers and workstations. And I mean, we've got, you know, if you want to dig deep into some of these boards, you know, you get at a very high level, see some pie charts and some pictures and some graphics of what's up, what's down, what's not, you know, how's this, how's the temperature there, what's the hard drive there, the updates, patches and all that stuff. And then you could dive deep into those kind of things. So first thing I do before I turn on, you know, I turn on the lights, walk in there and check all those, all those gauges, you know, in this cool, our little tech room here. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if, if everything's kosher today, it was, thank God. Uh, yeah, I got to make a little pot of coffee. Nice. You know, uh, just get ready for the day. Right. And then, uh, you know, everybody, the, the technicians start coming in around eight o'clock. Uh, we have a brief meeting if we're not on a weekly schedule to do a, like a ticket review. Um, but I'll usually typically meet with centralized service, uh, service dispatch technicians, go over any of the new tickets that came in overnight, any of the new emergency or the current emergencies that are going on or certain current, uh, you know, elevated tickets the big things um and get the guys out the door or get myself out the door uh kind of schedule out the day um and yeah and then at that point i'll typically jump on a few threads uh like today you know just check the threads check make sure check the pulse like to stay on the pulse you got to i think most people probably know what you mean there but specifically when you say check a few threads what are you doing uh, yeah, just checking different resources for like small, uh, different communities that, uh, you know, cater like to Reddit I or do. yeah, there's some subreddits I check, you know, Krebs on security is a big okay. one, uh, bleeping computer. What are you looking for? Uh, mostly outages, any okay. service disruptions, any, uh, zero day attacks that are going on or any expo exploits that are out there in the wild, any patches that need to be like, right. You know, and if you're up to date by the day, you know, there's only a few trickle in a day. Sometimes a whole bunch of them trickling a day. But if you go on vacation and come back and, you know, <laughs> you find out there's like 15 exploits out there for 
every HP printer or every, you know, you name it, then, you know, it's, it's, it becomes a thing. Yeah. Cause you got to schedule and do all that kind of stuff. So the back end of that kind of really is a pain. Um, but yeah, you got to stay on top of it. Uh, so yeah, so check the boards, create any new cases there, uh, follow up again with either centralized services or the help desk and figure out, you know, what is the solution? How do we, you know, yeah, what's the impact for each, you know, company that we, uh, support, you know, what's the timeline we can get it done, structure that out and then schedule out, um, patching and get it done, get it fixed, move on to the next. So Cause I watch you like, yeah. so you're, you're in marketing mode right now. Cause you know, people are listening yeah. behind the scenes. Um, I know that there are days where you've got a smile on your face <laughs> and then there are days where I just get the fuck out of your way yeah. when you walk down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I'm mean, sure that goes both ways. Sure. Sure. But, um, like what, what are the things that happen that just like make it, you know, the difference between a good day and living hell? Huh? Good question. Um, do you want to think on that while I answer it? Yeah, sure. So I'll, I'll take a stab at it myself. Uh, one of the things that I deal with, because like I said, if, uh, liability wise, I'm the guy, yeah. the buck stops with right. me. If something happens, yeah. I'm the one that, uh, yeah. I'm going to be the answering to a term. And I'll tell you this, if I had to help burden that on my shoulders, I would probably be in a loony bin at the moment. Dude, it sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It sucks. Um, so I do wake up in cold sweats. I do wake up saying, oh shit, did yeah. I do this? Did you know, whatever. I mean, it's the things that can go wrong on any given day. Uh, I mean, in life in general, right? But yeah. as a business owner, especially in the world of security, um, it's terrifying. So when I, you know, I, I've got a calendar and I live and die on my calendar. You guys live and die on the ticket board. Yeah. You know, you said you do ticket review, you're, you're prioritizing, you're triaging, you're dispatching, you know, just figuring out who's going where. Yeah. Um, and I, I just book appointments for myself yeah. of the things that I think I'm going to get done. <laughs> I can't even say that without laughing because I'll stack my calendar. And I know I'm not being realistic, but I think, okay, I have the 10 things I just put on my calendar. I'll probably get four of them done. Oh, boy. I'm lucky when I get one or two. <laughs> you know. And so what makes a good day for me is, and it's not even work-related. I can't think of one, but I, we ripped out the cabinets in our kitchen. We're doing a remodel project. And I told my wife, and I'm, I'm bad at estimating times, I said, best case scenario, we'll get these cabinets ripped off the walls in about an hour. Yeah. Worst case, and I mean worst case, I can't imagine it taking more than four hours. And she kind of chuckles. She's like, yeah, we'll see if we get it done today because <laughs> uh, she knows me. But thrill of my life, we got it done in an hour and 20 minutes. I was just like, ah, I told you, I told yeah. you, you know, that's a good day. I got something done, you know, and a bad day for me is when I look at my calendar at the end of the day, cause I color code it. When I mark some, when I've done something, I mark it green yeah. so that I know, because I know I'm going to have to rearrange half of it and move it to the next day. And a good day for me is when I get more of those things done than I think I'm going to get. It's never all of them. Right. But when I get more done than I think I'm going to get done. <laughs> and and the reason I'm making this point is because a lot of the times when we're talking about security, uh, I don't think I'm unique. I don't think that very many people get to the office, whatever their job is, and have time to just sit around and think about what they should do to prevent bad guys from breaking into their computer. Yeah. Like, even though I live in this world of, of cybersecurity, my mind, my brain, my attention is on how do I get shit done? Yeah. How do I get the invoicing out? How do I get, you know, 
the bank statements reconciled or make sure that the accountant did it or, or whatever, you know? Um, and, and so when you walk and you've told me before that you see me walk through the door and like, I'm just a ball of stress. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And that's why, because I'm just looking at this never ending list of shit that I've got to do that I'm responsible for. And if something goes wrong, it's me on the line. Um, so that's, that's the differentiator for me. Now, uh, what do you got? I, yeah, you know, you said a few things that I want to piggyback on. Definitely the completion thing. Now, see, that's kind of where we're different. Um, I'm kind of like, I was thinking of an analogy of, of, you know, when I grew up, you know, you got to finish all your vegetables and, yeah. and whatever. So, I, you know, I'll eat, like, courses at a time and then complete the, the, the oh, plate okay. kind of thing. I I have got to get it done and sorted and stuff. Yeah. And so a day, and, and my life is a lot of juggling. Yeah. So I've got to take you know, two or three crises at a time, all at the same time. Right. And, and hope the phones don't ring. Right, exactly. While you're doing or, that. Yeah, or something, you know, the fourth thing pops up. <clears throat> and so that juggling aspect does cause quite a bit of stress. And But I will typically find a point where I can organize and structure those kind of things to get all of them done, or at least have an idea or a plan set out for them. Right. But those worst days, the hell days, are the days where I'm just sitting, I'm juggling. I'm juggling five or six things all at the same time. I don't have time to kind of organize. And so I'm getting all of it done at the same time. And, you know, and then one other thing comes piling on me. And that, that's the, those are the worst days. Yeah. Those are the worst. Uh, because, again, like I like to, you know, let's knock one thing out, get to the next. One thing out, get to the next. Now, that's not always practical. It's never practical, really. Um, and so, like, two or three things is one thing. But when you get, like, way too many things and you're trying to knock all of them out and they're all huge projects and then like a little bit of failure there a little failure there it's like oh yeah i mean i i think it's fair to say that in our culture anyways the culture that i'm familiar with and everybody lives some different version of reality yeah. right but in the world that i live in most of the people i know are in some level some version of overload yeah they're they're just trying to get as much done as they can juggling things, whether it's at work or they're just juggling family. You've got, you know, single parents trying to take care of kids and deal with the schools and the fallout from the attendance systems at the school district because of COVID. <laughs> that's a, that's a different story. No, I'm not uh, going to yeah. get into right no now. Motion behind that no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. That we have to go to a truancy meeting because the school can't figure out their attendance. Anyways, wow. um, you know, so we're all just dealing with all this stuff. And we're emotional creatures, and the more emotional we get, the more our guard is down. Mm -hmm. And I really firmly believe that this is the, the the biggest reason that cyber attacks are so successful. It's not that we don't have good technology in place. It's not that we as humans are not trying our best to prevent them and to look out for uh, you know weird behaviors. It's just that we've only got a capacity to do so much, right? And right. and at some point we hit that that tipping. Or the, you know, the overflow, stack overflow, right? I was just reading about those. Um, we just get to the, po the point where the processor can't handle all the data coming at it. <laughs> and, and that's where people, uh, they break through our, our defenses, right? So, um, yeah, thoughts on that? No, oh, yeah, that totally resonated. I was just kind of thinking, uh, yeah, when you're trying to juggle too many things and that uh, that is a, that is one of those like wake up in the middle of the night kind of things when you when I've been juggling two things and I realize, oh, I should have done this too. And I didn't. <laughs> Crap. 
Uh, yeah, that that that's not a good feeling. Well, so then I want to piggyback that a little bit, and hopefully I'm not stealing your thunder. You you uh, you know we have our little repository where we store ideas for the podcast, and you yeah. put one in there that which is a link to a Reddit thread where some IT company MSP took on a new client that was a government agency of a small town. They were all over sixty. Do you remember this one? Yeah. So <laughs> so let me let me. Give you quick my assessment, then I want to know why the hell you put that on there and yeah. what you had to say about it. But his question was, should I ditch these guys as a client? Because he went in and he tried to train them around cybersecurity and he failed. Yeah. Like that's just the short answer. I'll let you dig in as much as you want after that. But, but I, you know, where where we're on overload as humans, uh, we also have these scenarios where we're kind of stuck in our ways. Sure. And trying to change people is tough. Oh yeah. Like, and so that's is why I I constantly advocate for creating a security culture. We can't just run through somebody run somebody through a quick training program and think all of a sudden that they're going to think like cyber criminals. Yeah, exactly. We don't want them to really. We just want them to know what to look for, but um it, it's a lot of work and it takes time and it takes actual change in culture and in, in micro societies within our organizations. Yeah. Uh it's it's one of the things I preach more than anything else. Yeah. Cuz we can lock it down with all the technology, but uh, somebody stuck in their ways who's used to doing something a certain way, um, they can blow up our security with one click. Yeah, and I'll tell it's you, game over. <laughs> with with the advances in uh, in hacking and intrusion and and security and you know the the battle there, the late the the big latest uh, issues that have been come up is enforcing MFA multi-factor authentication yeah. or single sign-on. I was swearing about that this morning. I'm saying like I I, I every day. Somebody is complaining about it, and it's you know it's it's a cha- it's a change in your daily routine. Mm-hmm. Typically, it's you know it's an extra bit of time out of your day. It's that extra little nap, five seconds. Yeah, but again, if you're juggling and you've got yep. all these yep. things on your mind, and all you're gonna do is just get your fucking work done. Yeah, <laughs> and now you've got to deal with this MFA, and oh, it's not authenticating, or yep. oh, the code's wrong, or it changed in time, and right, right. I it mean, changes too fast. Everybody, oh. it just drives everybody nuts. Yeah, it's bananas. They've been going all this time, and you know they'll punch in their email address, which ten years ago was, uh, you know, or twenty years ago was a hassle. <laughs> right. Password. Yeah, the stuff we don't think about open anymore. Open up a browser and stuff. You know, it's one right. of those, it, You know, change takes time, it and does. but it is a pain in the butt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. so what when you when you submitted that thread or whatever yeah. to the I just board. got to chuckle out of it because it reminded me. So I'll kind of catch y'all up. So, uh, we do a lot of things for for training and testing. Some of it's more fun than others, and this is kind of a, a just kind of check your pulse kind of thing. What we do is we have uh, a phishing campaign. Phishing being uh, like those annoying emails you get, like, "Hey, click! It's a fake email. Hey, click here to uh, your bank account's about to get locked right. out because uh, you haven't logged in soon enough. So, or right recently yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. Log in now. Right. Give us yeah. your password. Or here's your yeah. Here's your invoice for this thing. Right. Yeah. Click here to download. The, you know, or hey. Uh, we brought this up last week about the text messages. Hey, click here. If you, you know, we just got an approval for $200 purchase to Amazon. Was that you click here? Yeah. And, uh, so we do this campaign where we send these emails out and, uh, you know, we typically have a high success rate where it's actually, it's, it simulates a fake phishing email, but if you click on it and it's actually not malware, but it does alert us like, Hey, you know, we've got three people in the company that clicked on it. Uh, you know, maybe get some extra user awareness training. And this typically comes after some training of what to look for in an email. 
you know, what do you do when you get, yeah, when you so get those kind of emails? I, I want to interject. A lot of times people look at those phishing campaigns, simulated phishing campaigns, as a way to test people. And I don't like that. Yeah. It's not necessarily a way to test people. It's a way to get people thinking. Yeah. Let them know that these are not all uh, malicious. Right. Intent. Right. Let them know. Let them think about it. Yeah. Without it being, you know, war day. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And it's not like a shame on you. You did it. And it's that's not like exactly right. Yeah. And, but in the world of security, we we live with shame. Yeah. You know, anyway. So I right, think yeah. I do. How many times it. like. Every time there's a breach or somebody's password gets it's hacked or anything like that, and we get the call, inevitably, one of the first questions the the owner, business, whatever, they ask, who was it? Oh yeah, we want to point it? the finger at somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they want to. Yeah, that blame game. It's like no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. no. We need to reward people for good behavior. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, reward people for clicking the wrong thing on the phishing campaign. At least it was a, a simulation, <laughs> right? You know, and not yeah. a real one. Hey. This is a great opportunity yeah. to, to talk about it. Yeah. Doesn't even have to be to punish or to <laughs> even to retrain. Like, let's just talk about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. Sarah, here my emotions are coming back in. Yeah. Uh, go on. Go on. Yeah. So, anyway, this thread was talking about this. Uh, it was an MSP, and they were talking about, hey, should we ditch this company? You know, it was a small, small government for a small town. And uh, <clears throat> so they sent out one of these campaigns after doing a training session on what to look for with phishing and spam emails. And uh, 100%. People clicked on it and opened the attachment. Right. So then they hundred percent meaning a total of like six because it was a well, small it was company. 20, yeah, I think it's twenty users. Was it okay? <laughs> uh, or twenty computers at least could be. Yeah. Anyways, more no. but or less or I whatever. Keep interrupting. But anywho, uh, yeah. So they decide they talk to the boss. They said, okay, let's have another training. They do another hour or two set like a big time session training, and then the next week they do the same training. This time, a hundred percent click rate. Same deal. But also. One of the users even, and this is what kind of got me giggling, emailed back, said, hey, I got this email. When I clicked on the attachment to open, it just said, this is a phishing campaign, and you you know, click here for training. And the attachment didn't open. I still can't open. I still can't open the invoice. <laughs> I was There's like, God, that trying. reminds me of so many. <laughs> so, so day in the life of Joe, you have to deal with this kind of thing is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I liked that line. I liked that line. You know, and... Uh, I mean, more times than I can count, I get these calls from like uh, too many, honestly, that are actually scary situations of people calling and saying, hey, I accidentally wired some money from the yeah. bank, you know, and there's, uh, I can think of three really big ones of big, you know, six, six and seven, maybe seven, six figures for sure uh, of wiring money to a, to a hacker that basically was, you know, they were spoofing. The, the CEOs, they were spearfishing. They were using all these tactics and knowing the personal, uh, like they, they had, they had, they weren't, they didn't hack the, the owner or the bank holder or the accountant's email address, but they were faking like they were coming from it. And then they've also, they copied their signature. They copied like some of their mannerisms in the email, like their, their font and how they did stuff and, uh, trick these people into wiring money from their yeah. bank, like large sums of money. Because they learn about people before they launch these attacks. They're not just the great big wide net that they cast. Yeah, anymore. it's not always, yeah, somebody from overseas, you know, trying to just pretend like they're Apple. A lot of times they're doing the research. Yeah, they're, they're going after it. Targeted attacks. It's, yeah. A yeah. lot of times they're targeted. Attacks. And those are the successful ones. They are. Unfortunately. Yeah. It takes a little more work. Yeah. Bigger payoff. Yeah. So listen, Joe, we're, uh, 
We've been talking about ourselves for almost a half an hour now. So. <laughs> I mean, I can talk uh, about myself. I know, right? Longer if you want. <laughs> uh, the the reason I wanted to do this kind of a break from our normal format is I just I wanted to talk about you know the the key takeaway for me, and I I make this point a lot is just that we have so much on our plates. We do, mm-hmm. and to think that we can and I watch people all the time when I'm trying to you know sell our services because I'm the 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 sales guy <laughs> that's a bad it's a pretty a bad word guy. but yeah something like that um and i i just i meet people that do it all like they attorneys i met an attorney who charges 400 dollars an hour and does his own it work like give me a break <laughs> go be a good attorney yeah and let me a, be a good cybersecurity specialist for you yeah but you can't you can't live in the world of your industry and also be really good at cybersecurity. And if you're not really good at cybersecurity, you're going down. I mean, that's just the Yeah. It's happening. Not if, it's when. Yeah. 100%. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap up with the, the normal little pitch that I've got at the end. Uh, just give me 10 minutes on a web meeting, not a phone call. Give me 10 minutes of a web meeting, and I'll run you through a, a really deep, brief kind of a, a survey, ask you some questions. And then I will show you a visual roadmap of what you need to do to make sure that your company is safe. Back from the bad guys, um, mastercomputing.com slash discovery. That's where you schedule that. No cost, no obligation. You'll just walk away with a graphical representation of what you need to do better. Joe, do you have any final words? Uh, sounds good. All right, man. <laughs> Until next week, guys, we'll see ya. All right.